Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. What is going on, everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome back to the week of Movie Mondays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the week's movie news, entertainment news, and just generally having a bit of a chit chat about everything to do with film. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Mean. Sean, how's it going? Well, it happened again, Connor, didn't it? What happened? It happened again that we put out we put out a movie Mondays as oh, we yes. usually do last week. Yes. And then, oh, Tuesday rolls around, <laughs> and what does Kevin do? But he hits upload on the YouTube channel. <laughs> and he, Kevin Feige sent me a Facebook messenger, and he, Did just, he? it was just a laughing emoji face, oh, um, which. Sly dog, a, if you ask me. He's, a, he's an internet troll, is all he is <laughs> at this point. He, he has a deal with Zuckerberg. <laughs> he just sends emojis. He's just going to single us out and make it so that all of our news is at least six days late. So we are talking about Thor today, I do believe. We, we and, and for last week we had to talk about She-Hulk, so he's done it back to back. Back to back. It's it's the summer. It's when they're releasing everything. If they release a new Spider-Man trailer tomorrow. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Um, so I'll yeah, flip. We, we will be talking about the new Thor trailer, obviously, few extra days late because they keep dropping on Tuesdays what can we do about that we we cannot see the future Sean but imagine if no. we could imagine if I, we could I would watch all the Marvel movies early if that were the case I wouldn't watch Doctor Strange though <laughs> <laughs> so Sean this is Movie Mondays um, before we get started obviously this is a, a movie based show if you could give us a like and review whatever podcast platform that you're listening to this on we promise to maybe get your our news to you sooner once we figure out how to do maybe seeing into the future that kind of talent we'll, we'll or just paying off Hollywood executives that could also work <laughs> no because if we, if someone googled here's for hire paying off executives they're going to think we're embroiled in some lawsuits or something that is true that is true that we are the problem in that case <laughs> and I murdered all those people <laughs> no see you've confessed there and you really shouldn't have done it. My lawyer did say not to confess. <laughs> Specifically, not deny, to Deny, 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 he said. <laughs> but what if I did it? Connor, I don't think you're fucking getting it. I mean, you just say you didn't do it. Always. Um, I'm, I'm going to plead stupidity for you. <laughs> um, so, Sean, we are starting off Movie Mondays this week with a bit of news about something that is very de- near and dear to your heart. And that oh. is Spider-Man. 
Um, oh, now, oh, it's actually near and dear to my heart. It's oh, not one of those things where you set up a bullshit story. But okay. Here's, here's the thing. I do it so often that when I get a good <laughs> one, I get the other element of surprise the opposite way. <laughs> yeah, it's the reverse rug pull. You've just put a rug underneath my feet is what's happened. You've got lovely decor now. Um, <laughs> so work has begun, apparently. On oh. Spider-Man 4, which will see Tom Holland, Zendaya and John Watts return for the movie. Interesting. Mm. Okay. So, John Watts, uh, who seems to have a lot of plates spinning at the minute in terms of projects. Yeah, he's, we talked about last week, he's now on Star Wars as well. Yeah, so he's got a lot going on. So he's coming back, which is good. I like what he's done with the Spider-Man character. And then Zendaya back is a big one. Because, mm. can we spoil No Way Home yet, do you think? Um, okay, when did it come out? December? Yeah. Oh, that's nearly May six now. months. Yeah it's, yeah, it's basically six months later. Okay, spoiler alert for a movie that came out six months ago. Go. Yeah, but MJ does not remember Peter anymore. Yeah. So it's mad that she's back in it. I guess he might be as like watching her from afar sleep. kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, watching her sleep. It's, it's a very... It's a very uh, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man thing to do, <laughs> to watch someone is, sleep, I feel. It is, but he's like crying the whole time. He's just a bit sad. He's very, he's a very wet-eyed man. Yeah. Uh, and it's, is there any word on uh, Jacob Batalan? Is oh Ned yeah, well I, I think involved in that would be Jacob Batalan would be returning as well. Uh, imagine they just Fair. killed Ned. <laughs> just, he died off screen. Nobody even seen it. It was mad. <laughs> he, just, he just disappeared one day and no one went looking for him. Um, what can I say? So they were talking to Tom Rothman, who's the Sony chairman, and he provided a promising update on the development of Spider-Man. Um, Sorry, can I just say, of course Sony would be the one. Oh, I mean, it's not going like, to be oh, Kevin. We're, we're doing another we're, Spider-Man, we're guys. Tom's back. Tom said Tom's to me back. he was back. You love Tom. You love spider You love Sony, by extension. We've Morbius lined up. <laughs> Morbius 2? Um, did you see Morbius 2 is in uh, is being rumoured now because of all the memes? That's, oh, they're, they're really like making us take our medicine then in that case. So you're like, right, you want it so bad? Here you go. Isn't there Another a, one. There's a guy on Twitch who's just constantly streaming Morbius on a 24 hour loop. And he, there was yeah. 2,000 people watching it last week. It, it was one of the highest viewed Twitch streams, I believe. <laughs> For no reason. And then all the things of it's Morbin time. It's just the oh. stupidest thing you've ever seen, but it's just, it's Twitter and the internet. In many ways, the four years of marketing for that movie was worthless compared to what memes have done after it was released. All you had to do was release the worst movie ever. And then yeah. at that point, people will jump on it because it becomes funny. But yeah, maybe Morbius will be appearing in Spider-Man 4, Sean. Maybe he's the big villain. I would hate that so much. I can't express how much I don't want that and how Sony have just fucked that universe. Actually, here's the thing. Uh, In Doctor Strange, and this is something we talked about last week on Hero or Zero as well, um, they do mention incursions, right? And that's in the Marvel Universe. That's when two universes collide with each other and explode. Right? We talked about this in the Hyperion report. So, Kevin Feige could be dropping seeds that he's just going to fucking annihilate the Sony Pictures universe of Marvel characters. (laughs) He's gone. He's done. We're finished An atomic bomb landed on one man on Earth. And it was Tom Holland's Spider-Man. And so he's never coming back again. <laughs> he was shaking hands with Zendaya at the time. Don't have to pay either of their paychecks anymore. Well, more wow. Morbin time for us. <laughs> it's Morbin time. No, I'm not saying that he would make Morbius <laughs> the new cornerstone. Just destroy Morbius and Venom and all that. <laughs> um, so what the news is that they're hoping to get working on the next Spider-Man movie. Um, so he's like, they're hoping to get working on it. He said Uncharted, Jumanji, Spider-Man. We, they have all their Marvel business so they want to get into all them there are the Spider-Man mm-hmm. movies you're thinking it's quite vague and I'm like okay well this isn't really news but then he specifically says he wants to bring back the whole group that we have um, so this is Tom Holland John Watts Zendaya Jacob Battle and the rest of the gang he specifically says I want to bring back the whole group um, then there are movies that I, I would call adjunct to the Spider-Man verse 
the universe that's Craven, which we're shooting now. Madame Webb, we started shooting that, and then he does like the whole big pitch of like all the movies they're doing. But yeah. to specifically, El Muerto. Say, and El Muerto, I forgot El Muerto. <laughs> <laughs> this guy must be, how does he even like fathom in his head, El Muerto's the one. This is the one that's, that's going to get everyone in. It's Muerton time, is what we're going to call <laughs> oh, that one. It's a lineup. El Muerto and Morbius. It's the Muerton men, it's the Mor- Morbin men, and they all just have various versions of Morbin as their catchphrase. <laughs> And four trillion dollars. How did we make this much? Everyone wanted this movie. Turns out film's not dead, guys. Morbius saved it. Uh, <laughs> I like the balls of this man to just be like, oh, it's adjunct to the Spider-Man that everyone likes. Yeah, it's But he's like, not going um, to appear at all. I-, I like the audacity to be like, yeah, we're bringing back the whole crew for Spider-Man 4. Like, everyone you love, all your favourite characters, dot, dot, dot. Just like in Madame Web, when we bring on other Spider-Man characters that you might enjoy as well, with our Sony universe that we're setting up. Have you heard of Craven? We're doing him. Um, Just put Miles Morales in. <laughs> Actually, no, because they'll ruin him. No, they, they, they don't let him. Well, see, Tom Holland is so good as Spider-Man, so maybe they won't ruin him. Maybe, maybe Sony are the ones furthest. But he, well, I, I don't think the good parts of Tom Holland's Spider-Man are Sony-influenced, oh, okay. is what I want to say. Okay. I, I think the parts of Spider-Man that are Sony-influenced is that they're allowing Marvel to make Spider-Man movies. That might be a good case. Yeah, but then they also have Spider-Verse. They did that, Sean. That's true, but I would wager that they didn't put as much emphasis onto what they thought was going to be a single animated film. <laughs> You know? I think he could be correct. I think they made they let Phil Lord and Chris Miller just go into a corner and make a weird Spider-Man movie, and then it turned out to be a big success. And they're like, "Yeah, we do all along." I'll tell you now, yeah. have you heard of El Muerto? <laughs> Fucking hell, you'll be hearing about more of them. Well, do I have two <laughs> solitary Spider-Man issues for you? <laughs> um, so, Sean, are you excited about a Spider-Man four? Because obviously, the big chat was: Are we getting? A new Tom Holland uh, movie with Zendaya now nobody can remember, spoilers, um, for what's going on. Or would you prefer a brand new reboot, um, a new Spider-Man coming in? Because they're always going to do Spider-Man, he's the cash cow. So it just depends who's going to play him. Yeah, he's the most marketable superhero, he makes the most merchandise uh, money. Um, I'm like, I, of course, I want to see more Spider-Man. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited to see where they le- go after where they left off in No Way Home. That he's more small scale now. Uh, he doesn't have all the Stark tech. He just makes his costume himself and he swings about and fights crime. That sounds really interesting. I'm excited for Ned Leeds to turn into the Hobgoblin. Do you think that's that, actually going to happen? I think a hundred percent that's going to happen. Really? I think. I think what's going to happen, right? Uh, MJ, uh, MJ, Ned is going to have a thing for MJ because neither of them remember Peter, right? Right. And then eventually MJ remembers Peter. Oh, and so no. Peter and MJ I get together. Is Ned going. is jealous oh. and he becomes a lunatic hobgoblin man <laughs> because of the things he learned from Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin. <laughs> You're and he just wants describing to hurt Peter. the plot of Spider-Man 3 and 2. But no, 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 Connor, because... <laughs> Ned is not Harry Osborn, you know? <laughs> yeah, but it's so. the same idea. I don't want another jealous tr- love triangle. I think that works so much better when they're just they're just friends. But then how does Ned become the Hobgoblin? He doesn't have to. <laughs> Connor, you're not making sense here. <laughs> you have El Muerto. You're riddled with villains already, Sean. You don't need Hobgoblin. I like, I like Ned as just friendly neighbourhood Ned. Guy in the chair. Yeah, but that's when his his turn to Hobgoblin oh, means all the more. You're you know? the worst. That, that, it's wi- in the comics, he was brainwashed, I think, into being Hobgoblin. And everyone thought he was him, but he actually wasn't. It was just a regular dude. Yeah, we've, we've talked about Hobgoblin's origin story. It's fucked. It's just it's ridiculous. completely messed up. Um, there was four people that were Hobgoblin at one point, and no one could agree on it. <laughs> You mean the comic writers? They could literally put oh, yeah, like on it. The writers, the editors, everyone. <laughs> Once he has a mask, you can just make it up as you go along. It's it's absolutely fine. They call it the Scooby Doo effect. Um, <laughs> do they? But, do they call it that? No, they don't. Oh, interesting. So um, that's a lie. I absolutely have no interest in a love triangle, uh, weird, fucking jealous 
turns into a goblin storyline. I think that would be absolutely atrocious. But I would like to see these three people come back. Where we left it the last time, I mean, we've kind of discussed it, is like the perfect starting point for Spider-Man. But yeah. then again, I think that's kind of the perfect end for that storyline. And he just kind of swings off into the sunset kind as like, of thing. As like the Spider-Man that we all know. Like he has the suit, he's just living in New York, he's a poor college student, he has nobody, and he's just kind of trying to live his life the best way he can um, on small-scale scri- crimes and all that kind of stuff. But I'm, I can understand why they want to bring them all back. I mean, it's a killer cast and they make a fucking shit ton of money and everyone loves them. So yeah. it's it, it'd be mad not to do a four, but I suppose the the bit in me that's like, yeah, but that would have been nice. Wouldn't want to leave them wanting more. Wouldn't that have been a nice ending? That is true. I know we just see Spider-Man pop up in various things from now on. Yeah. And like his main arc is done. Do you think it would be hampered by the fact that No Way Home was such a massive event film? Do you think it's hard to go back then to... And here he's fighting the rhino. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, because you have a movie that's like, during a pandemic, and everyone's like, this is the biggest movie of all time. We're all going to see this. We're all buying tickets. We're all going. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. How do you go back to him fighting Sandman after after that? Like, uh, it's the problem, I think, that the MCU as a whole had after Endgame, is that how do you then go back into... You know, Ant Man <laughs> and what he's about. <laughs> he's going into the quantum verse. <laughs> How do you like? And then you go to like a Black Widow scale movie, or yeah. you know, it's hard to take the step backwards in terms of threat. Whereas if those movies had come long before the big event, it wouldn't be a problem because you're like yeah. ramping up to it. Yeah, like if Black Widow had come out around the time of, oh, I don't know, Age of Ultron, that would have been the perfect time. When everyone wanted it. Yeah, that's a good point, Sean. Um, I feel like this, they're definitely going to do it. I think if they can get Tom Holland's side back on, he's a busy man. The day is busy. They're all busy. Um, If they can get them back all into the one area for like six months, I'm sure they'll probably love to do it as well. Like, yeah, I, mean, I think they like those characters. They come from the same apartment, the two of them. So, I mean, just if you just have the set further down the line, it's just grand. Just walk <laughs> down there. It's like twenty yards away. Exactly, and like one of I, I, I like if Tom Holland shows up in Dune, I think that'll be the easiest thing scheduling wise because you, they can just go to all of their sets together. I think, if, but if he turns up to Dune, doesn't everyone? Um, I've heard like people mix up uh, Chalamet. And Holland. Yeah, that would be confusing. Mm. What if Chalamet, hear me out here. Go on. Hobgoblin. (laughs) (laughs) Love Triangle with Zendaya. No, with Happy Hogan. (laughs) (laughs) And and he's just, he's he's very happy. To be fair, that's a good triangle for him. He's coming out of it well. He's fresh out of a relationship. He's, <laughs> oh no, I've Tom Holland and t- Timothy Chalamet after me. Both vying for my sh- affections and my skills as a chef. <laughs> and then we tie it into the chef universe. Oh, very good. Yes. And yeah. Scarjo's in that. Um, ah, so, Sean, yeah. we're moving on to our next piece of news. And I have a good update that I think you have been waiting for. Because and this is the setup again. But I, Connor, I can only have so many rugs under me at one Star time. Star Wars, Sean. Oh, um, we've been oh. asking the question for months: What the fuck's going on with Star Wars in terms of yeah. movies? Because what's Anakin up to? What's Anakin? Who's related to the Where's Emperor? Palpatine? Um, that's what How did he asking. survive? Um, somehow, that's always the answer. But Sean, <laughs> Star Wars trilogy from Ryan Johnson. Apparently, still happening. Is no, they're not. <laughs> no, they're not. This has been reported since 2018. I want to say that Ryan Johnson is working on a Star so, Wars trilogy. Yeah, so it happened was he's working on it. Then it's we're not doing that anymore. And then it's yeah. well, he's working on it. He's not doing that anymore. We're back on. He's working on it, Sean. Because they announced that Ryan Johnson was going to direct the Last Jedi. And then do a trilogy of his own. And yeah. then The Last Jedi came out and it had a lot of backlash. 
And so they were like, maybe we're not so hot on Ryan Johnson. Mm. But then he made Knives Out. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, let's get Ryan Johnson back in. <laughs> I, lo- I love the idea that Lucasfilm forgot that he did it. And then when yeah. he did Knives Out, like, who's that guy that did Knives Out? He's pretty good. Knives Out guy in. He's class. <laughs> Everyone's and talking then, about him. And then Star Wars 9 came out. And it didn't have a lot of fan favour. Yeah. And so they were like, maybe we'll just dial back on Star Wars projects altogether. Mm. But then people were like, oh, maybe The Last Jedi wasn't that bad. And so they're like, okay, let's get Ryan back in. <laughs> Ryan is in this revolving door of yeah. a Lucasfilm office. So he, this, I sure this doesn't just come from anybody. This comes from Kathleen Kennedy, who oh, God. is Lucasfilm president and has said that the only thing, thing stopping Ryan Johnson currently, and this might surprise you, is Knives Out 2 and 3, because yeah. they're booked in, and they're ready to go. And he's been unbelievably busy with Knives Out, and the deal he made with Netflix for multiple movies, Kennedy said. But she did reveal that they have absolutely no issue. Ryan Johnson's proposed Star Wars is going ahead, and it is planned to go ahead once he is finished with Knives Out 2. That's good. I'm glad he's allowed to fo- allowed like Disney are going to shoot him or something. Like I'm glad he's able to work on Knives Out and give his full attention to that and just have Star Wars ready to go when he comes back. Like now, that's a that's a nice thing for a director. Th- to be honest with you, this is like a very strange thing because I fe- felt like he was out. And I think we'd all. F- By the way, Patty Jenkins's Rogue Squadron gone. Oh, absolutely, just completely gone. <laughs> I I don't know if completely gone, but I would say put on the back burner would be the phrase right. I would use. Um, but that but that sounded good. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, right? Because <laughs> um, they just throw ideas out and then they kind of forget about them a few months later. They they get really talented people and then they're just like, ah, no, I'll be grand, and then they mm. move on to the next thing. Ryan is the only one that's kind of stuck around for longer than a year. Yeah, who's consistently just been like, no, this 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 production is going to happen at some point. They must have some confidence in... He must have given like an outline of what he wants to do with the films. And it's a trilogy as well. It's not just one movie. Because like, even, say, Paddy Jenkins was down to do one movie. Taika Waititi is down to do one movie. But, yeah. And John Watts coming in with Kevin Feige. I'm pretty sure that's one movie as well. I don't know if that's a trilogy outright. Ryan Johnson's the only one where we have said straight out, this is a trilogy. He's getting three movies to himself that he can write yeah. and direct. And like announcing a Star Wars trilogy is a big thing mm. because it kind of comes in threes a lot of the time. Yes. So like they're, 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 they must be confident in it. Do you, like You don't think it's a continuation of... Uh, the movies so far. Oh, I hope it is. I really hope. hope I want to see what just happens. Keep going with Let's it. just drive it into the ground. <laughs> Absolutely. I just want them. They have forever, right? Long time ago, galaxy far, far away. Let's do the same sixty years, just on a loop, and we'll just pick and choose that sixty years. I think it's that's the way you go about it. Well, what if we did like Darth Revan or something? Wouldn't Shut that be your cool? mouth. We've got sixty Star- years from the start to the finish, right? And then, right. and everything in between is what we've seen. We've already seen quite a good bit of it. But what about there, there might be a mud? There might be a mud somewhere in the middle that we haven't seen. What about a two broke girls style diner comedy starring Dexter Jetster? <laughs> and he's that, both of them. <laughs> he's both of the two broke girls. I haven't told two broke girls <laughs> in many years. But look, it's. But it's nice to be reminded and, sometimes. And that relates it? back to Tor, because Kat Dennings in Tor, the Dark World. She is. The, and, and Thor, original Thor. Oh, she and was an original Tor, yes, as well. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she gets around, you know. You think we just talk random stuff. This is all related. It's actually in a roundabout way, it's talking about movies. gentle tapestry of a conversation. Tapestry. <laughs> 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 Some might say just kind of segues and tangents. Um, but Sean, are you excited for Ryan Johnson's trilogy, which I can only assume is going to be about Palpatine coming back? May, oh, we can only hope. I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm interested in it. I'm more excited for Knives Out 2 and 3, I will say. Yeah, uh, like Knives Out 1 is fucking great, to be it's fair. Um, Everything about that movie is great. I, I'm going to try and, I'm going to give you like one line. You've got one line to answer this question, right? So it's a big question and I want all the listeners <laughs> to just sit and just take a moment. Sean, mm. is Star Wars 8 good or is it just 
better, looks better because nine is so bad. I think it looks better because nine is so <gasps> bad. Okay, okay, fair enough. I think it's grand. So, uh, I, th- I think it's I think, solid. I think it's grand because it definitely, there was a plan for that movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's big stakes. That's a it's, big it's, bar to hit. Look, I'll be the one to say it, guys. Yeah. I think movies are better when you plan them out in advance. <laughs> Someone should write this down. <laughs> guys, Take th- notes. <laughs> they were making notes of these story ideas we're having. Nah, we'll put it all together. It'll be fine. We'll wing it. We'll get an improv coach in to fix it. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think I think it has some really great seeds and some really bad seeds. But all, overall, it's grad. Yeah, um, but there's no scene in it where she uses a dagger with a little flippy out bit to, as a map to find a, another map in the ruins of the Death Star. Mm. There's, there's no also, scene like that. There's absolutely not one scene, and nobody can hold this against right. There's not one scene in that movie where someone says the line, somehow Palpatine has returned, and it's just brushed over. Yeah, and it's never addressed again. Never addressed and it again. also, the return of Palpatine wasn't announced in Fortnite. That's something that actually oh, yeah. happened. Wasn't he a skin? Or was he like a voice in it or something? It was a voice in Fortnite, and he announced his return to the galaxy through Fortnite. Yeah. yeah. Which means Fortnite is canon in the Star Wars universe. You know what's unique? You don't hear Fortnite being the launching pad for most promotional tactics to do with movies anymore. I think that was the only one I've ever heard of. Schindler's List attempted it, I believe. (laughs) But it did not go over very well. (laughs) Everyone's like, what the fuck is going on? What's happening here, guys? (laughs) 12 years a slave. New skin. (laughs) What? No, no, not in my fortnight. <laughs> Where are they dancing? Um, so, Sean, we're moving on to our next piece of news. And I've got some big news about your favourite director, Neil Blomkamp. Now, you've already said to me, you absolutely love him. Neil, Neil's fine. He's yeah. pretty good. He's absolutely great. Um And obviously he did District 9, Elysium. Yeah. Uh, if you know the two of them. Um, he's also spent several years working on like a Halo live action film. Um, yeah, that's like one of the earliest things the internet campaigned for. Yeah. I think like after like District 9 and all that kind of stuff. They're like, oh, this will be class in the Halo universe. But then I think I think studios all just completely derailed it. Like it just completely fell apart. But that was it. That was the big push. Um, yeah. But now he has, they ha- he has reportedly got his eye on, I think, our next big video game movie, Sean. Because oh. they always work. Every 40% of the time, they work all the time. That's true. Look at all of the examples. Mm-hmm. You got Doom. You got Lara Croft Tomb Raider. You got <laughs> Resident Evil. All of them. Um, World of Warcraft. Uh, Detective Pikachu. Assassin's Creed. Oh, I forgot Assassin's I keep blocking out the you fact that that's a movie. You always forget Assassin's Creed. And it has Fassbender in it. <laughs> I know it has Brendan Gleeson in it as well, man. <laughs> Two like, Irish I, legends. Are we bad? We forget. That's how bad it is. Um, forget the whole time. But yeah. So- Sony has a new plan shot. This is this is a PlayStation title. Sony are coming in because Neil Blomkamp is reportedly eyeing Sony's Gran Turismo to have a movie. Sean, yes, it's happening. Race car movie. Race car movie, fine, I guess, but like, what's the point of a grand? What, like, maybe that is the way to do a video game movie, like Need for Speed. Like, that just movie was uh, terrible. Yeah, but maybe this one will be good. Uh, <laughs> That's one we you, should add to the list. That was dog shit. Need for Speed, oh, it's so bad. It's so, so bad. The thing is, like, is that. If you have a game where there's not a huge amount of story and world building, you can then do that in the film, in the cinema. But I also feel like the yeah. Gran Turismo movie is just going to be a knockoff Fast and Furious movie. I'm, I mean, if we're honest, like Gran Turismo, if anyone doesn't know, it is a video game where mm. you buy, you get a car and then you do oh. races. And if you win enough races, you buy a better car and then you go to harder races and then so on and so forth until you get the best car and compete with the best races. Mostly financed by car sponsorships, those yes. games. Every car is in the game, mostly, to be honest. I almost started with Mazda MX-5. 
I also had the MX-5. It's, it's a I strong had, one. It's a strong one. And I had it on the DS as well, where you could design, you could paint on your cars oh, on the DX. Away. Flames? Very good. Are we doing flames? Oh, I did. I used to do green flames on Oh, my, they're, they're even faster. They're even faster than regular <laughs> orange flames. They're not flames. Like, I'm not opposed to this movie I just I'm it, I know it's going to be bad like, is what is it is this is my big thing was I seen this news and I was like oh, that's a cool announcement and then I stopped for four seconds to be like okay well what is the plot of a Gran Turismo movie um, is there like is there a plot to the games no, I don't think like, so I mean the old games certainly not it's just literally you have a car and then you race and if you don't win a car if you don't win the race you just never get enough money to just move up on the ladder I guess yeah and like I, I'm i looking at it and it's like made for modern gaming because you just you buy new skins for your cars yeah. and all this kind and, of stuff and, and Palpatine is there driving one Palpatine is also there yeah. um, fucking hell man like, <laughs> apparently there's a single player campaign where you go through like driving school and races and things. Uh, it also features the return of dynamic time and weather effects. Dynamic time. I mean, I'm sensing, I'm, I'm sensing Morbius money for this. I, movie. I have to, I have to be honest with you. When I was playing that when I was younger, I kept thinking to myself, "Where's the dynamic time?" That's what I yeah. needed. This lads, it's seven p.m. in Ireland. What's going on, Grant? Why is the sun still out? <laughs> One of my friends from years ago, um, he sadly actually passed away now, but I remember when he was like four or five, he used to play Gran Turismo and just have his car in the car wash, and he had millions of coins, and the car wash has like five coins, so he would just, and once the car Park was it on, in there. And he would just park it in there, and then the car would spin around and get clean, and then just drive back out, and he would do that for hours. And I was just that's like, amazing. <laughs> that's how we just spend this day. It's um, just really satisfying. I, I, I imagine think that could be a plot point if they want to hit on it. I'm just, I don't want to give them just, tips. Sony, not to tell you how to make your films yeah, or anything. Yeah. But. A bit of a car wash. Well, maybe. Spit around. <laughs> Pip my right. Just a, a big car wash scene, but it's an automatic car wash. <laughs> um, I think this might be a terrible idea. And Neil, I don't know how they have, how have they got Neil on board to do this? They must have some weird like really fucked up idea it would or, or did they just pay him a shit ton of money because what it could be is that like Neil Blomkamp wants to make a new movie right and he goes to Sony they're like that's great we'll pay you to make this movie but mm. you gotta make the Gran Turismo movie first yeah we'll give you a movie for whatever weird movie you wanna do next and Halo and whatever pl- platform you're using but you really got to do a Gran Turismo movie where, you know, there's, there's probably going to be at the end a race where our good character must overcome the dickhead driver who is has been insulting him throughout the whole, yeah. ri- whole movie. And he's got all the money. He's got the best car, but he doesn't yeah. have spirit. He doesn't understand the car. <laughs> and they're stealing radios. Car radios. Oh, very good. Yes. I, that, like... Set it in, like, the 90s. That's how you make this movie, like, at least entertaining. Is don't just make, a like, a blue and grey, always sad, miserable racing movie. Yeah. Set in 2020, whatever. Put it in the 90s, make it a colourful mess, and have really weird car technology that everyone uses. Like, I'm talking, you have the button on the dash that makes the suspension go up and down oh, and the car bounces around. Yes. That kind of shit. Just, and and just lowriders. Constantly. Yeah. Lads just bouncing up and down. All the cars in Gran Turismo should be lowriders. There, I said it. <laughs> and they're not technically racist. They're just like, you drive into a circle of people and you show them what, like, what suspension you have. And yeah, like, and it turns into like a Parappa the Rapper style yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you have to g- generate favour with the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> Fan <Fan-turismo>. Oh! <laughs> um, so we're going to move on from that terrible movie idea. Uh, I hope yeah. it's like Need for Speed to a different... Wait, before, sorry, before we move on, can I just say, uh, gr- would you rather the Gran Turismo movie or the live-action Minecraft with Jason Momoa? Oh, Gran Turismo. At least you have the, like, in every one of those movies, you have the promise that the last scene will be a race where the hero wins by an inch. 
And it's like, oh my god, he they just did it. Oh, just I can't believe he did it. It's like Talladega Nights all over again. <laughs> oh my god. He just pisses excellence. Oh my god. <laughs> um, whereas in Minecraft, what the fuck is the plot? Um Yeah, it's true. But moving on to our next piece of news, Sean, and it is about Dune 2. Um Tune? Tune, as it's now known, because we have finally cast another Harkonnen. Um, oh shit. Um, so we discussed a few weeks ago. There was a specific Harkonnen that had not been cast yet, and you brought it up. Um, yeah, and I want what, you to pronounce his name. Oh, Fade Rota? <laughs> yeah, that's actually, that's, yes. yeah, that's it. <laughs> uh, so Fade Rota Harkonnen, um, who, is, who, who is he, Sean, in the, in the books? So he is the, uh, he is the Baron Harkonnen's nephew, and he is being raised as like the next leader of the Harkonnen family. Mm. Um, he's an absolute lunatic. He gets into knife fights for fun. He fights with poison a lot. Um, and he is basically set up to be Paul's main rival, um, okay. in the kind of the, the war for control of Arrakis. Well, we finally know who will be playing the role because Elvis actor Austin Butler has been confirmed for Dune 2. And in the okay. headline shot, it says, has begun intensive knife training. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because he should he should be lethal with a knife. He should be unfucking real <laughs> Which then, how is, how is Timothy Chalamet going to win? Because he's, he's, he, he, oh, so, so he's going to train, one, he's going to train with the Fremen. He's got desert power, Connor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. also his mother can teach him to fight in the weirding way, which ah. is what the Bene Gesserit fight in. They speed up their movements. Now, Paul, Paul has always learned to fight with shields. So he yeah. is used to using the slow blade, mm. but there's going to be no more shields, Connor. He's going to just have to learn, learn, learn to fight. He's going to have to learn to fight. This dude also looks perfect for Austin the role, Butler. by the way. <laughs> yeah. Um, I t- am I wrong? Is he the guy, Austin Butler, from Ned's Declassified School Survival? He is. Guy? He is. He's, He's the, the very same man. Yeah, that's him. What a dude. <laughs> what a dude. What a fucking career arc for this man. <laughs> Ned's Declassified Elvis Dune. He is on the up and up. Let, let me have a look. The- He's had a good few years. He's, he was in Aliens in the Attic back in the day. Good one. Uh, he was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, so here's here's where it started. So when did it like, kick off? It looks like it kicked off in 2019. He was in The Dead Don't Die. Okay. Uh, then Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Tito, uh, okay. Elvis. Yeah. And then June Part 2 is Fuck what's coming up. It's just, he just needed Tarantino to take a, a plunge on him. And then at that point, it's like, okay, now he's everyone's getting him in. Yeah, everyone just, just uh, like, he's the new hot thing. He was in three episodes of Arrow. He played a guy was called he? Chase. Yeah. Chase? Chase. I have no idea who that is. Oh, I thought three the bad, episodes. I thought the bad guy was called Chase at, like, season six. So I might be completely wrong. Um, Chase. He probably, Arrow. I mean, it's, it's the CW. He probably played, like, an asshole. Oh, so the Adrian Chase is yes, the, one of the bad guys. But Chase was a DJ who was a member of the League of Assassins. <laughs> of course he was. <laughs> of course he was. <laughs> For a show that's made in the like late to mid twenty tens, it feels like the most early two thousands show. That's, that's a very Smallville plot. He's a DJ who's a League of Assassins. We all know. Like That's it. He's. It was sent to kill Thea Queen. I'd say he was. I'd say, and yeah, I bet that led to hijinks. Oh, you wouldn't. And so many arrows being mm. fired left and right. But not to death or was to death. Depends on the season or the mood of arrow. Depends on. Yeah, like he'll kill all of the goons, but not the main guy. <laughs> My favorite. When he would just like mow through hundreds of men, just arrows to the head, arrows to the neck, just like blood splurting everywhere. Then you get to the top guy. I'm not going to kill you. Because yeah. I'm better than You have that. to live with your actions. <laughs> but, but all the poor fuckers who are working for minimum wage, man in the doors, <laughs> they're fucked. They're, yeah, the guys who were just paid to do a job, all dead. <laughs> who cares? Who gives a shit? I think, now that I've got to talk to an arrow, I'm turned against him. It doesn't seem like Turn a good again. dude at all. 
Well, Elvis, you love Elvis, Connor. I do love Elvis. Yeah, no, I do. Yeah, I do yeah. love Elvis. You know that about me. Something of a hound dog yourself. Oh well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not getting into an Elvis song puns game. That's fine. That's fine. I, I wouldn't expect you to. I, I should. We'll be here all day. I should. It's it's well. It's been a hard day's night. That's the Beatles. I know it is. But who cares? <laughs> if I came up with one, it'd be a bit of a jailhouse shock. If you ask me. Oh, um, oh, very good. <laughs> okay, right. Okay, Austin that, Butler. <laughs> he's in tune, Sean. Um, I mean, Cass is getting stronger by the day. That yeah, that cast is unreal at the minute because you got him, you got Florence Pugh, you got Chris Walken, you got everyone. Not well, not everyone from June Part One, uh, but you got mm, like Chalamet. Some of them. Uh, yeah, and not, not Oscar Isaac. Rebecca Ferguson, Zendaya. Zendaya's like, back. Um, you got... Um, Dave Batista's still there. I'm, I'm going through the cast as we speak. Stella Skarsgård oh, okay. is still there. Yeah. Um, mm. I'm, I'm not saying the people who aren't there, because I don't want to give spoilers, but some of them aren't. But some of some them, of them are. aren't. I like how we like are willing to spoil Spider-Man, but June, we're like, like 60-year-old book. We're like, it's such nah, a good movie. You, you should just watch it, but like. Just watch it. It's so good. Um, uh, Javier Bardem, still in the movies? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. forgot about Javier just, Bardem. And you that. know how the cast is so good you forget about Javier Bardem, Oscar winner? Yeah, just, he's Bardem. a bit of an afterthought. Yeah, what can you do? Um, I think I think this movie pff, might be a bold call. I think it might be okay. I, I, I think it's going to be pretty good. I hope it's pretty good. Mm. I hope I hope Danny Villeneuve is getting enough sleep as well. Yeah. Because it's a big job making that movie. I mean, I, the first one shouldn't have been that good. So no. I mean, fair fucks to even get... The, even the second one is slightly good, Sean. Um, speaking of slightly good movie ideas, though, do oh, I have oh. a follow-up story for you? Because the Garfield movie, Sean. You have been asking me every single week what's going on with the Garfield movie. It cast yeah. Chris Pratt as Garfield. Um, and you were delighted about that. Um, Trills. I have more work for Chris Pratt, says I. <laughs> and so... <laughs> What I do have now is another casting choice in an animated movie, which to me is very strange because I have Samuel L. Jackson has joined the Garfield movie. (laughs) Interesting. As what Garfield character? Um, Samuel J- Jackson has just bored the cast, reuniting with his fer- fellow Marvel Cinematic Universe alum. He'll be voicing Garfield's father, Vic, a new character not featured in the original comic strip. Oh, right. Right, okay. How much are they paying Sam Jackson to do this? I think it has to be a one-day job. Sam's not coming in for, like, a full show. No, 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 no. He's not coming in for... Months upon months of dialogue and and recording. Maybe he's doing the mocap for it. Who knows? This might sound like a strange question, and forgive me if I'm wrong. But have you ever heard Samuel L. Jackson do an animated voiceover something? Frozen. Oh yeah, of course, Frozen. Oh, my God, you love The Incredibles. My, my favorite dude. movie. But I yeah, literally yeah, yeah. I blocked that out. But I think maybe I'm just thinking now of the motherfucking snakes on the motherfucking plane. Yeah, yeah, like, he's it's, so, it's a different tone in a so lot of his memorable. movies. How could he do anything? Or Frozo, what was that? Oh three, oh, oh four. So oh four. That was before the snakes got on the motherfucking plane. So and since then, he's never done anything animated ever. <laughs> um, actually, that's a good question. What what else has he done other than that? I think he did what if. Uh, the Marvel What If stuff he voiced. Okay. Uh, so, uh, let me have a look. Because Samuel this is Jackson actually like, might have the most recognisable voice. Like, or one of them. Like him and Morgan Freeman in Hollywood. Like, once he starts talking, you're like, oh yeah, that's Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, there's no, like, mixing them up. Uh, so, looks like he's done a bit. He was in uh, DreamWorks' Turbo. <laughs> oh yes, of course, Turbo. <laughs> In Star Wars: The Clone Wars, presumably as Mace Windu, presumably uh, Incredibles two, and what? Oh, what the fuck is this? Zambesia? <laughs> what do you mean you've never heard of that that particular movie you just said? Imagine, imagine, imagine uh, the imagine birds okay. right but they they're, they all look like all those animated animals always look that's the best way I can describe really that really colourful they all look really colourful yeah mm. and they all look smug 
They look really fucking smug on this poster. I'm going to start a new segment where you review movies based off a poster. <laughs> I just, inst- I literally, it's, we'll call it Judge a Book by its cover. And I'll just say what I see and tell you if I'm going to watch it or not. <laughs> oh, we should look call it like Mean Looks or something. Mean Looks, that's great. <laughs> that's excellent. And you, you just literally look at a poster, you tell me exactly the plot and you tell me if it's good or bad. Okay. Well, this one's about uh, birds. That's it. <laughs> it's not a foolproof plan. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the full title, Zambezia in 3D. Oh, did you see the news that they're going to be making more 3D movies? Uh, is this off the back of Avatar? Yeah, so I think Again. it's in relation to Avatar. So I think it's they're releasing more 3D movies in the next nine months as preparation to the audiences for the cinematic right. experience. So, so they're like soft launching 3D again. So they're soft launching. I hope they're bringing back the glasses with like I, the red lens and blue lens. Oh, like the proper like 50s 3D. Oh, I'm, I'm thinking let's make it shit. Like let's let's bring it back fully. Let's just ruin colour grading for everyone. It's mad uh, that we wore that. That never worked. <laughs> no, but we always just put up with it for some reason. You're <laughs> like, oh, this would be cool, I guess. <laughs> the 90s were very strange the um i'm but the thing about 3d is there'll always be a 2d showing and that's the one i'll go and watch yeah like because I, I i'm not to brag my eyes oh. are like i'm one of the people that 3d even with the glasses just does not work for oh like, whatever so way the light goes the 3d I, yeah. doesn't work yeah, and my vision isn't even that bad but just whatever fucking way my eyes are set up i can always see the two the two like the offset between the two pictures yeah do, do you ever have that moment where you're in the cinema and you're like oh is this the 3d showing because my eyes are looking this screen is looking weird when it's, it's a little bit fuzzy i actually I, I did watch la la land uh and the projector was out of focus the whole time no way it was focused like a foot behind that's fucking where the mad. actual screen was it's awful <laughs> it was so bad i seen uh, everything everywhere all at once last night did you yeah what do you think Excellent. It's so good, isn't it? It's so good. So, <laughs> it's so good. The, actually, that was another thing because I saw that in the cinema and that movie changes the aspect ratio a whole bunch. Yeah. And sometimes it was like half off the screen uh, because they clearly set it for like 16 by 9. Can and I just then, ask, what cinema do you go to? Because it seems like it's like a guy in a van. <laughs> they're all different cinemas. They're all different cinemas. The other one, like the 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 out of focus one, um, that's where we went to college. Uh the one with all the screen changing was up in Dublin. My local cinema, actually quite good, I will say. Okay. You just so, never see them. I just never seen them there. Never been never there. Never seen uh, Terrible selection of films. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sean, we're going to move on to our next piece of news. Go see everything everywhere all at once. It's a good Do. movie. It's gen- yeah, don't look up anything about it. Just go yeah. in blind and it's have a fun time. It's what Dr. Strange wants to be. Um, so, yeah, but can't be. But can't be. <laughs> um, so I have another tiny bit of news, Sean, and that is that last week, um, during the rumours started swirling that Bryce Dallas Howard could be cast in Fantastic Four as Sue Storm. As... Oh, I was going to say the thing. Uh, As the thing, yes. <laughs> She's an incredible actress. She can pull it off. I think we give her the role. I think she'd be a good Sue Storm, actually. I um, think she'd have that down. So, um, apparently, yeah, the rumour was going around that obviously Emily Blunt was has obviously been rumoured for years and years, but she's kind of turned it down at least five times at this stage. Um, yeah. Bryce Dallas Howard is next up. She is now being rumoured because, of, obviously, we're getting a Fantastic Four movie. We don't know who's going to be in it. This is on Earth. We don't know what, but it's it's six one on of them. Six presumably. Um, hopefully. Um, hopefully. But we now know that she basically knows nothing of this because somebody asked her, what's the story with these rumours? She's like, I have literally no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it might not be like locked in. You're saying because <laughs> she says I literally I this doesn't even involve me. I swear to God, I don't even know. This is completely rumors. Ah, <laughs> uh, the old the old Marvel actor lying about being in a movie. But then thing. she finishes off and says, "I'll sign that Funko Pop anyway, just for fun, if you want." <laughs> <laughs> 
Bryce seems like a lovely lady. She seems like she? a lovely human being. So I, I'm willing to believe her that maybe she hasn't been cast. But it's just like a small thing of we still have no idea who is going to be in this movie. We're going to have to, like, if we have all the pictures of everyone, Bryce Dallas Howard's X through her picture, I think we're done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I, I think that ship has sailed. Mm. Um, once they do announce that cast... It's going to be a, a, a rough time on the internet because no one's going to be happy. There's going to yeah. be some people that are happy, but some louder people who are very, very unhappy. Well, I think the, I be- the, the best example of that is they did cast Michael B. Jordan in a movie and people were unhappy in the previous film. And that is true. There's so many problems with that movie, but there's one man that we know is not the problem with any movie, and that's Michael <laughs> the B. Jordan. The strongest link in the chain. <laughs> of every movie, Sean. <laughs> so, the fact that everyone was like, Jamie Bell is a thing, I'm okay with, but Michael B. Jordan? Get out of here. That's not my Johnny Storm. It's like, it doesn't matter. Just be glad you're getting a movie about a thing you like. Yeah, that movie is absolutely atrocious, but... So bad. So, I mean, we, we know who's playing Mr. Incredible. Not Mr. Incredible, Mr. Fantastic. Same That's thing. True. They're the same idea. <laughs> same. Well, one is very strong. The other does a stretch. One is the same movie, but better. And the other one is every Fantastic Four movie. Um, oh, got him. <laughs> it's just a subtle jab. Um, <laughs> Sean, who, who, would you be okay with Bryce Dallas Howard maybe coming in? Or yeah, why not? Like I would, I would give it to Bryce. Um, I, I, I I'm, tr- I'm trying to think of like I don't have a perfect casting for any of these people, mm. save for Michael Chiklis as the thing. I mean, I thought that was locked in. I think we've agreed that Chiklis has to be brought back. But yeah, um, I think once Krasinski comes in as Mister Fantastic with the perfect hair and all that, I think yeah. you have to cast an older group of people. Not, no offence to Krasinski, but you kind of have to make them all the same age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would have them like being that they're, they've been travelling around universes or whatever all this time. So like they've it, gone through a lot of it. It would be weird to do like Krasinski, Mr. Fantastic, and then Millie Bobby Brown as like two stars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like maybe good casting, but once Mr. Fantastic is locked in, then you're kind of like, okay, well, we got to go this way. Yeah, yeah. You need, you need an age-appropriate family mm, dynamic, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so and I'm sure Sarah Halley Finn will cast that well as she casts everything well. Of course, um, and so I mean, okay, Chickless in as the thing, uh, Michael yeah. B. Jordan, Johnny Storm again. Yeah, Krasinski um, is fantastic. Krasinski is fantastic. Um, Sydney Sweeney Sid- as Sydney <laughs> Sweeney. Storm. Sydney's coming in. Sydney, Sydney, this is Sydney's role to lose. Um, yeah, yeah. Or, so like, uh, uh, Jessica Alba. Alba. No, because her and Chickless would have they'd have oh. a dynamic built up already. Yeah, but that could be good. Influence. There's a chemistry in built there. There's, there's kind of, oh, you think there's a thing going on between the Invisible Woman? No, and the not thing. like romantic chemistry. Just like a chemistry, just as actors. Right, 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 right. Uh, look, yeah, lock that in. <laughs> like lock that in. We just picked and choose other members of other terrible movies, <laughs> and then we're like, yeah. okay, and Krasinski. Uh, yeah, and. Uh, Kate Mara, bring her back. <laughs> She's she hasn't been doing. What is she though? She just she's just hanging around. It's just around the Marvel movie lot, hoping to be picked up for a movie. <laughs> she's, she's working the cafeteria. Yeah, it's, just, it's a foot in the door, you know. <laughs> <laughs> More food, chickless. Yes, the answer's always yes. <laughs> um, so Sean we're going to finish off Movie Mondays this week with the big trailer that we are obviously way too late to but we have to talk about anyway because Hell yeah. it's about something we like and that is Thor Love and Thunder um, which included the first reveal of a certain villain that we all know and love um, Sean what do you think of this trailer? I think I again what I always usually say with the Marvel trailers it's a really good trailer. Please don't show me any more. Uh, I yeah. would like to be surprised. I think it's coming out in July, isn't it? Yeah, it's 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 quite soon, actually, like comparatively to everything. Um, it looks, it's just more of what we've seen in the teaser. Yeah, and I we do that. get the, the full reveal of Gore as well. Gore the God Butcher. What do you think of Gore the God Butcher? Do you know, I, when I saw, like, leaked images of him, I was like, ah, it's not great. But in motion, mm. he's really, really cool. I like the voice as well. Uh, I think that's, I think he's really, he sells the menace of that character. And he's also got a big tentacle house, it looks like. 
I and want he does to, have ten. I want more menace. I, I even thought yeah. in this trailer, it did a little bit of menace. I want him to be, like, just the worst. I want him to be terrifying. Yeah. Like, I, like an actual monster. Like, yeah. I don't, like, I, and I hope, I hope there's no bit in this where Thor is doing something and Gore is confused. You're and he thinking talks of like a regular off, human. I, I, yeah. If there's a dance-off moment with Gore, I'm going to be really, like... I'd be disappointed, I think. Well, some people might say, Sean, you need to lighten up. You need to have a bit of crack in you. You know what I mean? But, like, but he look, I think he looks so good. He looks like a serial killer. Yeah. Like, he looks insane. And I think if you have, like, have this be the movie where, like, Jokey Thor has to take something properly seriously or everyone is going to what, die. What we need is gore. He has to kill people. Um, yeah, Korg is I'm pretty sure Korg dead. is gone Ka- Korg is dead Korg in this is movie. so dead and that's going to be the saddest scene in the whole movie doesn't matter what else happens um, yeah. Valkyrie Valkyrie is fighting him um, which yes. is interesting because I don't I never considered that they would kill Valkyrie because I just think like I just think that character worked really well in this universe and she's obviously the leader of Asgard now so and I think that character from when we first see her to now, really great. So yeah, and has a, a great arc. Altogether. Serious, serious balls to kill her. Um, I I can't see Jade Foster dying. Can't see Thor dying. Um, no, see, I could see Valkyrie dying, right? Yeah. And then Jane Foster becoming leader of Asgard. <gasps> oh, oh, okay. I could see that happening. Yeah, I could see Val- maybe Valkyrie steps up and she's like, "I'm going to stop him." Because Thor would. And then yeah. she falls, and that's what brings Thor back into the fight. That could be it, you know? Like, and. And Jane Foster and Thor do get a lot more play in this trailer, like just in how they interact with each other. Yeah. And she still seems quite new in the whole Thor role. She said, I think she, she says, like, that's her first. Yeah, it's her first big villain kind of thing. Which, Which do you, do you like that she's not already established? But then again, why would he have not heard of her if she's already been established? Exactly. If there was another Thor going around, I'm sure he would have picked up on that. Yeah. Um, the the bit with uh, Zeus and uh, yeah. Russell Crowe. Um, if everyone in that stadium doesn't die, then what are we doing here? They need to be dead. They do. <laughs> but we do kind of get the sequence of that in that that happens. Like, because Jane Foster is with him. Jane Foster and Valkyrie are with Thor at that point. Yeah. So that's after the battle where he meets Jane, which is presumably after the Guardians ditch him, which I think is going to be in the, like, first 10 minutes of the movie. Yes, yeah, the, the bit where um, Chris Pratt is talking, like, in the last trailer, where he's, like, talking about people he loves. I yeah. think that's, like, literally the ship about to leave, and they're leaving Thor by himself with Korg. Yeah, and we sorry. We also get a, a bit of a look at the Guardians, and we see Sean Gunn is there, and he has the Yondu Mohawk yes, thing. Yes, so that's, that's pretty that's nice. A nice look. Yeah, and also YouTube has this new feature, right? Where if you like hover your mouse along the the play bar, uh, it tells you like points of interest in the video where people paused and replayed. Oh, and right about let me just look at it here. That's it. One minute fifty nine seconds. Uh, just at the end, uh, Zeus flicks off all of Chris Hemsworth's clothes, it turns out. And people, people, Connor, it's like the biggest roller coaster you've ever seen, this graph at the minute. How big are we talking? We're, we're talking like, okay, so if, if the, if, okay, so if the regular bar is the thickness of a sheet of paper, right? Yeah. Uh, this jump is all of the Harry Potter books stacked on top of each other. <laughs> look, you give the people what they want, Sean. You know what I mean? I mean, look, I mean, he's been putting in, he's got that Hemsworth workout app. You I mean, know? there's nobody else that looks like that. There's no human that looks like that, if we're honest well, with ourselves. Well, he's a god. He's a he, god, Connor. He's so literally he's... a god of a man. So, yeah. Um, he looks like an action man. Like, put, come to He tonight. does. He looks like a fake human. <laughs> but there was the bit in Ragnarok uh, when he's talking to Hulk in the room, you know, the red room. Where yeah. Like, pick, pick a colour. 
And I just remember one of the lads like, his arms don't look real. <laughs> they look CGI'd or that big. Do you know that episode of Spongebob where he buys the fake arms <laughs> yes. that he can like inflate? That's what it looks like. Fair fucks to the dude. How is it? How do you even do that? Nobody, nobody knows because he's the only person who's ever done it. Exactly. And one other thing about this trailer as a whole is that Gore, as he goes on, seems to go from, you know, a, a, a regular alien man to he's corrupted with some kind of black inky goo kind of substance, oh, Connor. Oh, we're going to get an inky goo from the eyes? I think we might get an inky goo from the eyes, but also Gore wields a thing called All Black the Necro Sword, which is the sword of Null, who is the god of the symbiotes, uh, which Venom is one of them, and he's a black silky goo monster. Oh. So we could get some reference to symbiotes in this movie as well. Which Not only big. could you get, would this be, I mean, it'd be a batch of origin for Venom in the MCU. I mean, it would be cool though, wouldn't it? Would be cool that if you just leave something left over. Or you'd probably have a scene where there will be something like Venom. Like, something popping out of his sword or something popping out of him that's Venom-like. Yeah. yeah, and it's like it's close enough and that's what it's kind of referring to. And it's attacking um, Tor in some way. Yeah, and also uh, there is a Venom symbiote drop that Tom Hardy left in Mexico uh, at the end of No Way Home yeah I forgot that I blacked that out but yes Um, Sean I I feel like this the trailer is doing a very good job of like trying to get across all the fun it's a bit of an adventure it's a bit of this it's a bit of that and I think Taika really wants to get that across but I also think Taika has it in him to do some batshit crazy stuff that's going to get real dark real quick Oh, yeah, the shoes, Connor. The shoes from Jojo Rabbit. Give me a sizable section of this movie with the same tone as that, please. Like, I just want it all starting fun and jokey, and then maybe Valkyrie dies. Maybe all the gods, along with Zeus and Russell Crowe, they all get butchered. Korg yeah. dies. And it's just him and Jade left. And they're like, everyone is dead. We're going to need to fight Gore. And Jade's going to be like, I'll fight him myself. And he's like, no, well, we'll do it together. Because, like, yeah. I'm out of retirement for one last job. And, okay, and I'm going to say it again, and you're not going to like it. Oh, here we go. But Beta Ray Bill is going to be in this movie. What If you could describe Beta Ray Bill to the people who don't know what you're talking about. Imagine Thor, but he's a horse. <laughs> but he's that's a man, it. but he's a horse. That's, that's what he is. That's what, uh, that's what uh, Beta Ray Bill is all about. Also, my friend Adam texted me and he was like, if they do Beta Ray Bill, he should be voiced by Matt Berry. We should. (laughs) That would be amazing. We just want to get Matt Berry in everything. If you don't know who Matthew Berry is, if you've ever seen the IT crowd, um, he's He's the one who shouts, Father! Father. Repeatedly. Um, He's in so many good things. He's in What We Do in the Shadows as well. He's class in that. He's he's hilarious in everything he's in. And I think Kim and Taika would absolutely kill it together. Yeah, I think I think the tone of that would be absolutely perfect. And but I also kind of want Matt Berry to play Wolverine. Uh, <laughs> the worst Wolverine of all time. If he got absolutely shredded, man, he would be the perfect Wolverine. The problem is he would still have the Matt Berry vibe. <laughs> That's the to, thing. To the He'd still carry himself like Matt Berry. <laughs> so like you would never a hundred percent believe he's angry in any way. He's just like, what's going on? Oh and no! Hand me Magneto. Hand <laughs> <laughs> <Andy> Magneto. <laughs> Look, I think this movie is going to be real good. Um, and I think no more trailers I think it should be fairly said now that it's fine let's just I want people going in not realising that Gore the God Butcher is called the God Butcher I just like oh that's Gore he's the villain yeah and that's the thing is that like if you were just watching if, if you had only seen like Thor 1 or Thor the Dark World this would seem like a very standard basic villain yeah but, like, we did a report on Gore the God Butcher, and he's entirely fucked as a character. Is there going to be the like, scene where uh, he tells Thor that the gods are pointless? I really hope there is. If anyone I doesn't really know, hope. there's a scene in the comic books where Gore the God Butcher tells uh, Thor that, like, the gods are absolutely, like, the world would be bare without gods. 
they you, they're ba- they're basically causing more harm than good. All that all those vibes. Um, yeah. And Tor then believes him, and he becomes unworthy of wielding Mjolnir because he doesn't believe it in himself. Yeah, he fully buys into that. Oh no, there shouldn't be gods, and so he loses the powers of Thor. Which would be great because then Jane Foster has to come in. And help yeah, him. then Jane. Jane Foster in the Thor is Thor and our Thor becomes Odin's son. That's what he just goes by and travels around. Right. So it could work. I, I could see that work. happening. Um, but I think that's it for this week's Movie Monday, Sean. What a week of news, Connor. Hmm. Would you like me to take us out? Yeah, please. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Movie Mondays. We will be back on Wednesday with Weird News Wednesday, Friday with Hero or Zero, and next Monday with another episode of Movie Mondays. Big thank you goes out to everyone who supports us over on the Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash Heroes for Hire podcast. Shout outs, of course, go to Waffles, the magic undisputed king of Aotearoa, New Zealand. Kira Lawler, David Clark, Ed Ball, Joe Burney, Roisin the Wife Palmer, Ryan Technically Fine Evanson, Sean Groyer Mofra Bro Jamieson, Dominic, Josiah Florida Gal Green, Anna Helmroos, Little Dicky, notice how you never see Connor and the cat burglars in the same place at the same time, just saying McGrew, Danny McLaughlin, Ray, I can't believe one that did this, Sam, Michelle Brown, Michaela Doty, and Sackman41. Thank you, everyone, for the continued support. You're all absolute amazing people. And we hope you enjoy all the content that we throw up over on the Patreon. New movie coming out tomorrow. New movie coming out tomorrow. Tune in tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> I tried my best, Connor. Uh, there's <laughs> other ways There's other ways to support the show. You can go to uh, our merch store, heroesforhire.ie forward slash shop. Heroesforhire.ie, by the way, a great place to search for any hero or zeros uh, that you might want to do. We'd like just pop a name in and if we've talked about them, they'll pop up straight in front of you. Twitter then is at Heroes for Hire Pod, the four is number four. Facebook is Detective Divilment's Discussion Group. Instagram is Heroes for Hire Podcast. TikTok is Heroes for Hire Podcast. And the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist. Just the one, please. And I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. So I've been Carol I've been Sean Lee. We'll see you on the next one, Bye. 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 